Welcome to Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, January 12th. I'm your host, Anastasia Glova, and I'm on the phone today with Cato adjunct scholar Carlos Ball. Carlos formerly worked at the Venezuelan daily Diario de Caracas, and today he talks about Hugo Chavez's announcement of massive nationalizations of privately owned Venezuelan companies. I read your article on Cato's Spanish-language website, elcado.org, about your story at the Venezuelan newspaper Diario de Caracas. Can you tell me what happened? Well, that was a long time ago, back in 1987. I was editor of a Caracas Daily called El Diario de Caracas. And editorial policy was, was very critical of the government of the Social Democrat, President Lucinchi. And he more or less accepted our commentary and our criticism as long as it was done inside Venezuela. But that year, it was a March of 1987, I represented Venezuelan journalists at the Inter-American Press Association meeting in San Antonio, Texas, and I was speaking about uh, freedom of the press in Venezuela. And I accused the government of their very bad plan of installing a newsprint factory in Venezuela, copying what the Mexican government was then doing. They own PIPSA, the newsprint company in Mexico, whose chairman was the Minister of Interior, which in Mexico and also in Venezuela is the head of the of the national police. So newspapers that publish things that the government didn't like did not receive newsprint, so they had to stop publication for a while. Actually, they said that the truck carrying the newsprint to the paper got lost and couldn't deliver it. Of course, those were uh, political lies, and that was exactly the plan that President Lucinchi had for the newspapers in Venezuela, especially those that were critical of his regime. So at that time, in, in May of 1987, the broadcasting license of Radio Caracas Televisión, the oldest uh, radio and television company in the country, established back in 1935, I think it was, was due for renewal. And the president told the owners of the company that unless I was fired, the broadcasting license would not be renewed. So keeping the license was contingent upon you being fired from the newspaper? Yes, yes. That happened, and uh, two days later I was in a court of law, and the judge, uh, the criminal uh, the trial, and the judge told me that he, he had instruction from upstairs. So I decided to emigrate, and I've been living in the United States ever since. But now history is repeating itself because Chavez wants to once again revoke its license. It's happening again in Venezuela, and much worse, because now President Chavez is not going to renew the broadcasting license to Radio Caracas. And the owners of Radio Caracas, who remain my friends, and I like them very much, they were pressed to do something that they didn't want to. They had to save the company. They maintained that the license is not due for renewal yet. Yeah, they have several more years. But President Chavez doesn't care about that. So what is happening in Venezuela today with all the nationalizations that Chavez has announced? Well, we have been going down in the road towards socialism for many, many years. And Chavez, actually, I, I usually say that uh, Venezuela should be in the Guinness Book of Records because each government is worse than the previous one. And Chavez has been by far the worst. He's taking away, nationalizing some companies that were privatized in the 90s, like the telephone company, and also the main electricity power company in Caracas, which was the largest and oldest private corporation in Venezuela. 
electricidad de Caracas. So he's taking over everything. He's, uh, the, the country will be become a, another Cuba, and you can see it in the faces of the people in Caracas. There, everyone is afraid of the government. The standard of living is going down. This is something really impressive. Back in 1958, the Venezuelan standard of living was equivalent of 78% of the U.S. standard of living. Now it's under 30% of the U.S. standard of living. Well, actually, it looks like Chavez is very clearly trying to follow in Fidel's footsteps. Chavez just mentioned introducing an amendment that does away with term limits in Venezuela, allowing him to run for office again in 2013. That's right. He wants to become president for life. And apparently the vice president of Venezuela uh, until a couple of days ago, Jose Vicente Rangel, who had supported him in everything, did not agree with us. So he was replaced by someone who says yes all the time to President Chavez. In Venezuela, the vice president is not elected. By the way, Chavez changed the constitution recently, and he wants to change it once again. How are Venezuelans responding to this? Are his supporters especially finally worried that he's gone too far? Well, uh, those that are not his supporters are afraid because uh, he has their life and their property in his hands. And his supporters, those that are becoming very rich very soon, like some uh, bankers, they support Chavez in everything because uh, they have so much money now with the oil prices that uh, they, they are happy and don't care very much for what's happening to the rest of the people. But the great majority, I'm afraid, is uh, the standard of living of it. It's becoming uh, like Africa, south of the Sahara. If you enjoyed this program, consider subscribing to Cato Audio, a dynamic 60-minute monthly recording that brings you inside the Cato Institute for highlights from exceptional, one-of-a-kind lectures and events on key issues of the day presented by nationally known scholars, authors, and political leaders. Cato Audio is available on our website as well as on iTunes and audible.com.